I found out it is not what they say about you that limits you the most. It's that you might believe them and start saying that to yourself. There were many, many, many people who said that I would never be anything. I just chose not to be one of them. I, and as long as it's not your mouth that says it, you can overcome theirs all day long. The, the thing that's interesting about me was, even as a, a man of the cloth and, and as a pastor and as a megachurch leader, most people describe me that way because that's how they met me. Uh, as we speak, I've got two films coming out on Lifetime. Uh, I've done five movies with Sony, uh, grossing $500 million at the wow. box office through a for, for-profit company. I've written 40 books, 10 of them have been on the New York Times bestsellers list. Don't, what I'm getting at, I'm not bragging, I'm gonna make a point. Don't let people describe you because if they do, they will incarcerate you. And it's all right to say he's a preacher, but if you put a period where I believe God put a comma, you limit me down to how you understand me. I'm a person and, and, and a person has more than one gift more than one talent, more than one pursuit. And, and, and if you've got a great job, that's good, but there's more in you than what you do. And to explore all of the possibilities and all of the potential, do everything, do everything, and do it scared, because you're gonna be scared. Every time you get out of your comfort zone, it is horrifying. But it is also titillating, and it is also inspiring, and it is also nerve-wracking. But it, you are never more alive than when you're outside of your normal. Your, 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 your glands secrete different types of hormones when you're outside of your normal. Your brain starts spinning. Your blood starts rushing. Your adrenaline increases. Most of us are dying of boredom. There are people listening at me right now who, who drive home and circle the block two or three times before going in the house. We're, 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 we're dying of routine and we were made to be adventurous. We don't roar like the lion. We don't move like the jackal. We don't slither like the snake. Uh, we don't bite like a viper. Our only weapon that's been given to us is our brain. Our brain is our weapon, and when your brain gets locked down to living within the confinements of other people's expectations, it starts to wither. It ceases to be. Uh, I, I had a therapist tell me one time, your body will do everything that it did when it was a baby. The reason you can't do it as you get older is that you stop doing it. And so when I say don't drop the mic, I, I guess I'm kind of saying don't stop doing it. Keep keep moving into awkward positions because if you don't do that, your body will freeze to the level of its usage. That's true of the brain too. That's true of your innovation. That's true of your creativity. So when I'm talking about don't drop the mic, get scared sometimes. Get where you're not the boss. Get where you're, walk into a room where you're not the teacher. Walk into a place where you don't know the rules because then you become broader and you become more interesting and you become uh, 
more global and more usable in diverse circumstances and situations. Don't let people limit you to what they think is appropriate for you. Do everything that you are gifted enough to do. Now, there are some things I will never do. I, I will probably never conduct a symphony. You know, <laughs> I won't. I made straight A's in music theory and I love music, but I probably will never conduct a, uh, a symphony. But whatever is in your inventory is all you can produce. First of all, you have to recognize you have a tree and stare at the tree till you look at what it could be. It's much like raising a child. You look at a child and you look what he could be, what she could be. What your responsibility is to take what you have been given and turn it into something that it was not when it was originally handed it to you. You know, and to shape that and mold it and sand it and, and, and nail it and glue it and put it together and work with it. That's the work of men. It's, it does require an investment. It does require a commitment, especially when you come up in an age that everything is controlled by a button. Process sounds hard, but the best things in life require process. And if you run from the process, you alleviate the promise. In order to get to the promise, you have to go through the process. In the process of going through all of that, guess who? gets the most it's not the table or the tree it's the person who shaped it because you say oh i could i didn't know i could do that maybe i can make a chair maybe i can make an automobile without what i'm talking about we wouldn't have airplanes we wouldn't have spaceships we wouldn't have television we wouldn't have we wouldn't be zooming we wouldn't be communicating like we're doing right now if somebody hadn't taken what they were given and making something more out of it. Everybody listening at us right now has been given things that if you can either leave them as trees and sit up under them and drink lemonade, or you can say, I could make a house out of this. Our forefathers took trees and built houses and chairs and tables. We cannot be the generation that suddenly says, that sounds hard. And we stop being innovative and we stop being creative because if we do that, we will lose respect for ourselves because we didn't make a difference and we left it as a tree. And, and this is important. I think this is really important, especially uh, for men, but maybe for women too. We keep trying to hold on to our last season without discovering the beauty of the season we're in now. We're in the gym, we're running, we're doing everything we can to hold on to 20. As if something were wrong with 40. Instead of exploring 40 and, and re-pivoting is the word, pivoting into the beauty of 40. There's a beauty of, at 80. If you sit down and talk to an 80-year-old man who is happy, there are things that he's happy about that a 20-year-old man hadn't even touched yet. He doesn't even have a clue. He, do, he doesn't even know that exists yet. And so seasons, stages, and ages have repercussions on how we get along. And so we are constantly in motion. We are constantly evolving. We are constantly becoming. And we must not despise that transition because number one, it's inevitable. It's gonna happen anyway. And number two, 
you will miss the beauty of, of, of wrinkles, of, of gray hair, of, of love through, through wrinkled eyes. You will Botox your way into missing what it, the beauty that comes to be a grandmother. There, there's a beauty and a charm and a finesse and a wisdom, but we are so obsessed with what was. And I think that is something to be said. If you are leading and if you are living, uh, we have to deal with cross-generational realities, even though we might all be people of faith or we might all be atheists or agnostics or whatever we are. Uh, we're at different stages of life. Putting yourself in files where you describe yourself this way or that way is a limiting idea. Because I'm a person of faith does not mean that I don't have moments of doubt. Uh, because you're a person of doubt does not mean you don't have moments of faith. It took faith to sit down in that chair. You didn't look up under it to be sure it would hold you up. You just plopped yourself down in it, believing it would hold you up. You cannot exist without faith. It's impossible not to have faith. You know, you don't send somebody out to see if your car will start before you jump in it. And so we're not that far removed from from one thing or the other, but once we learn a label and we teach what that label means, now we're trying to live up to being in that label. And you might be at a different stage where your soul opens up to an idea that you never thought, you never thought you could listen to. And a black guy from Dallas, uh, who's twice your size, bald-headed, gray-haired, preaching, and get something out of it. Keep talking till somebody listens. Keep singing until somebody claps. Keep painting until somebody stares. You have a gift and don't lock it up inside the convenience of a small group of people.